Before you leave, um, that was like a good, that was like a good company meeting we had, right? I felt like, everybody felt good? Yeah. You felt good about uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. You all felt good? As far as meetings go, you know, pretty good. It was quick. Was it too quick? Or just, it was quick? It was perfectly quick, I think. Yeah. You know, like those, those, some people say like, oh, this could have been an email. Like it was... This could have been an email, but it was quick enough that I didn't. Bo- it didn't bother me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder sometimes with the way things are. Should it have been an email? Should it have been a meeting? I feel like I'm. Gonna, I, I've left the last like five all hands meetings I've called going home and just absolutely hating my guts, my own guts. Oh. I, I just feel like I, I, you know. Was it like the, the HR thing you got in trouble for, or just generally? I guess that's wrapped up in it. I guess that's wrapped up in it. I don't know if it's the forefront of my, what's on my mind, but it's like I'm not my best self yeah. at these meetings, and I just want to be me, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. and again, um, I I want to say philosophically, I, sh- I do think that if I see a movie and the movie is very, like, sexual, I can talk about that, and yeah. I'm not going to at work anymore, but I understand why that. What, what, yeah, you know. I think not to bring up exactly like what you know the HR uh, case was, but it's not that the movie was sexual. Is that you just kept talking about how horny the movie made you? Yeah, because I don't remember uh, anything sexy in the Anaconda. The problem. Right? But yeah. you kept going on about it. You kept being like, uh-huh. and can I? You know, I hate to. I, I, I don't want to like get in trouble in with this right now. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. even too much. Yeah, so you, because yeah. I'm just repeating what he said. Right. What if that snake was a huge hog instead? Right. Mm-hmm. So here's where I feel trapped: is I know I'm not allowed to talk about this, but I do have like a pretty great defense of what I said and a pretty great understanding of of it, mm-hmm. and so. I, I don't want to go home today and say, like, you should have just spoken up for yourself. But I think that's better than going home today and being like, I'm going to get an email tomorrow about this. So no comment on that whole situation. Well, hey, I'll that wasn't say, the only weird part of the meeting. So it's, okay. you know, it's mm-hmm. um, we did legally put that part of the meeting to bed. I think HR was pretty clear about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. To each his own. Yeah. I thought I'll, the snacks could have been fresher. Yeah, that's yeah, a kick. Nothing, nothing worse. No offense. Nothing worse than like warm cantaloupe. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. No offense, but there's nothing worse than that. Nothing. That's the, that's about that's about the tops for me. If I had been into again, I, I'm gonna. I, this is. I don't. I like this feedback. 
And what I'm learning is if, if I had been into a cantaloupe that was really cold and it had hurt my teeth while I was talking and I said like fucking shit or something like that, mm, that's an HR issue. You know, cantaloupe's warm. I know what I'm getting. I have sensitive teeth. Bite in. Number one of the fruits doesn't even need to be juicy to be good. I don't even care if it's really dry. And I warm. feel like we're getting into the HR area again where where sort right. of your feelings end up zooming a certain direction that maybe the rest of the group wasn't going in. I, I guess I'm trying to relate less on the specifics of the meeting here. And like, like Alex, don't you ever leave a meeting or, or, or a situation of social hang a date and just go like, I'm so stupid. I'm such an idiot. Like you beat yourself up about it. You know, it's, it's, it's not something that, yeah, is like, I'm no stranger to that feeling, right? Like I, I have often been like, God, why did yeah. you say that? Or, you know, tripping over your own tongue and stuff. Um, but I just think, I, I think I don't give myself that many reasons almost on purpose really to good. do that. Great like, you know, like it. I didn't even want to bring this up cause we were, you know, the worst part of it for me was that the melon was hot, but the only reason hot. it was that it was, like, it, was it, it was hot. It was sort of like hot to the touch. Like there was, it was just a little, it was a scotch beyond warm, you know, uh, it, had been in my car. It. That's, it was in your car, but it was also, it, it, it was under his shirt. Also, <laughs> he had two of them up there uh, as breasts. Well, <laughs> Yeah. The meeting was right. weird. The meeting was a little weird. Right. And you know that, but. I have, I actually have, I do have, I would say plausible deniability. <laughs> they were in the breast area, but also I was, I had two bags in my hand. And mm-hmm. so you could argue that I, that was the only place I could store them. Interesting. Your wording choice there. You could argue. And I, I made sure of that. That's what I'll say. What's is when crazy I, is they were empty bags. So it feels like the <laughs> candles could have been. And yes. I, again, I'm not, trying to, yeah. I'm not trying to dig up old wounds for you. Um, I'm just not even comfortable with you using the word crazy. And I hope when you go home, you kind of beat yourself okay, up. Okay, yeah. That. No, that, that's actually, that's really bad. Okay, great. And that, let's think about that. Because I would say... You're not going to get other people in trouble that gets you out of trouble. I'm just okay. I'll say that now. Yeah, it's not it that's not how it that works. Way. And also, you're not in trouble for saying crazy. It's just you know we have to <laughs> yeah. sort of think about we have to update the the lexicon. You know, we're not saying that's that right. anymore. Sexicon. Okay. okay. The meeting is technically over, but I would say that this is probably the weirdest part of the meeting. <laughs> Because you've kept us now longer. The one thing I liked about the meeting was that it was quick, even though it could have been an email. And I looked past all the overt sexual stuff. But now you're really digging up the sexual stuff. I see you looking at a picture of Jennifer Lopez on your phone from Anaconda. And I don't know what's coming next. (laughs) But I, I just think that, you know, like Alex said, you get to choose your behavior before you do it. Not just hate yourself after you've done it. Yeah. And and I do you think know. the, like, attacking other people, trying to make them look like they were doing the sexual stuff, like, it's a little, like, when you said the stuff about, like, my pregnancy, I was just, like, very put off, you know? Like, I'm not right. being sexual because I'm telling people that I'm pregnant. It's just my life. Well, you are, because you're announcing to everyone that you have had sex. 
Yeah, but I really don't think the watermelon bit was necessary. I really don't think that you had to heat up a watermelon and put it in your shirt. Agreed. So hot melon doesn't work here, is what I'm learning. <laughs> Overall, hot melon doesn't anywhere. work. No, no, I've seen it work. Okay, really? yeah, yeah you, we know. You saw Gallagher a couple weekends ago and you loved it. <laughs> you won't stop talking about Gallagher. Melon, I was in the splash zone and the melon wasn't hot at all. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really that would be a PR nightmare for Gallagher if everyone was scalded by melon at his show. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Bring an oven on stage? Or I mean I guess oh. he would keep it in his trunk right before the show. <laughs> no, oven's good. Oven's good. Yeah, all right. No. Let's have a meeting tomorrow. I, I've, I've been thinking about some stuff. You'll be getting an email tonight. Keep your slack open. You also you can't make us work at night. You can't you- <laughs> Yeah, I'll be here at nine. If the meeting's at nine, then I'll catch it. But I'm not going right. to await a meeting email tonight. I'm sorry. Noted. Noted. And take out the attachments. Yes. Just thank stop you. sending attachments with the professional. You go professional up top and completely unprofessional at the end. And I really think it's yeah. not. Yeah, I cannot, not even applicable. I cannot unsee the Shrek photos, the naked no. Shrek photos. Yeah. Well, it's okay. He's He's, he's naked in the movie. Right, and this was just like, what if it was a little more? Is Shrek ever in naked in the movie? I don't think so. You see his butt so. in through mud, kind of. Yeah, no. I. Well, this was his dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's different. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody listening, welcome back to the Man Dog Pod. It is the conversation and improv podcast hosted by myself, Ryan Rosenberg, and my good buddy Dan Lippert. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing well. It was nice two days ago, and it's hot today, and I'm a little mad. <laughs> yes, I am as well. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? Who turned back the heat clock or whatever? <laughs> well, we have a, Humanity, all, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is us every every time I drive. Uh, we have two brilliant improvisers here with us today. You just heard them on the first track. Let's bring them on in. Lauren Canuti, what's up? Hi! <laughs> Heck yes! yes. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And as well, we are joined by Matt Apodaca. Hey, Matt. Woo! Woo! The two Hell woos. Yes. What's up? Now, uh, Matt, can I say one of the first things I noticed about you today? Yes, please. You're wearing a shirt from Islands, That's a restaurant right. that I kind of unironically love and feel a little bit of shame about it. Can I tell you something? Yes. I, Islands is my favorite restaurant. I love yes. it. Yes. We're food I think, favorite. Yeah, we are. We're very, we're synced up on a lot of food. Yeah, we, we have yeah. a lot of spots like that in common. But Islands, mm-hmm. I can turn a whole day around. If I'm having the worst day ever and I go to Islands, day's not so bad now, is it? It's pretty good. Uh, it's, I agree. They got a lot of good stuff. They have an expansive menu, but not, not Cheesecake <laughs> Factory style menu. Mm-hmm. They got they stay in their lane. They got, you know, they got a couple different things that aren't necessarily burgers, but they all smack. It's good. Their chicken tortilla soup, great. Uh it's, you know, you get oh, you yourself can eat fries. Night. Mm-hmm. You know what? They've walked that back a little bit. I think post pandemic wow. they walked back the all you can eat fries. But it's still a good amount of fr- you're not going to go that, cr- you know. It's against a bunch of other stuff like me. I know, it's Island really messed up. Sucks. I'm done. Yeah. Islands actually is now my least favorite restaurant. No, you're right. (laughs) 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like with stuff like that, and someone could easily be like, I'll explain to you exactly why this happens. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey, you're using one bad thing to get out of something that's not related. Where 100%. It's like, yes. There's no potato issue. There's no, no. potato issue. <laughs> uh, I'm getting time. potatoes everywhere yeah. easily. Like, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with COVID. You are just trying to get out of this and using this as an excuse. Yeah, I would imagine that, like, the fries aren't, like, a loss leader. They're not, like, they're not, they're like, I, I, or I, yeah. whatever the reverse of that phrase is. It's not like they're losing money on the free fries. I don't think anyone's cleaning them out. Uh, every single night being like, oh, we just took a bath on fries, everybody. We're fucked. Like this is- <laughs> yeah. It almost feels like potatoes are free, right? Like, couldn't you just get they a should potato? Be. <laughs> they should they be. Should be they should be free. They're basically nothing. You grew it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. If you do grow it, that's yours. And you didn't have to pay. <laughs> Other than what you paid for water, dirt, and manure, go, Not to mention, time. you probably own the Shocking. property. If you're planting stuff, or at least renting That's the true. property, so you had a little more flex. But in an apartment, you can't grow no potato. Uh, actually, oh, aren't potatoes the like thing they give kids where you could just put toothpicks in it and put it in a bell jar and it'll grow? Or is that wrong? Here's a, I, I think that might be right. I mean, the potatoes grow ears just sitting in the freaking closet or whatever. I mean, That's cupboard. True. I keep my <laughs> potatoes in the right room. I, I keep them in the correct room. You have like an illegal potato growing operation in your closet. <laughs> yeah, where, do you guys keep to all darkness. your food in your kitchen, or or do you keep like some of it in your room, like a little bit of it? I'm trying to spread the ants out around my whole house. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're sort of all in one area. In my bedroom closet, bathroom, obviously. <laughs> I knock on wood. I have not seen an ant inside, you know, at all. Uh, in this place, uh, God this makes summer. one of us. Yeah, yep. yeah, same, <laughs> same. Are you an ant hell too, Lauren? Oh, this house is Aunt Coachella. There are a thousand ants <laughs> partying their damn asses off all over my house, and then like it, they started in my travel dog bag. And I guess like in their snacks and stuff, but I had like set that on the counter and then set another thing in the like other part of the kitchen and stuff. And then they were suddenly exploded in my entire house. And they're so creative. They come through any hole. Like I have ants coming through the hole in my sink wall Mm -hmm. kitchen. Like they just come from the outside right through the sink hole. And it's like, what do I do to protect from that? I guess clean the sink. Yeah, yeah stop putting so much crumbs in the sink. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do have that huge bowl of pasta in there right now. Uh, I feel like if you could take a climate change denier and be like, look, it's going to get so hot, the ants are going to get so thirsty, they're going to be in your water when you drink at night, they're going to be on your arm, they're going to be in your dog <laughs> mm-hmm. food. That enough would make them be like, all right, fine, climate change is real. Like, 
if you could make them live through what I'm yeah. currently living through, <laughs> it, uh, it's wor- it's worse than all of the actual issues. <laughs> yeah, but that's they'd what be radicalized like, you a few ants. They yeah. wouldn't blame it on climate change, though. They'd blame it on Obama. Yeah, yeah, it, it would. Well, it's antrification is what it is. <laughs> I saw some stat the other day, and I just pulled it up right now. For every one person on Earth, <laughs> there are 2.5 million ants. <laughs> so we, we have to get to work. Every, if everyone can kill, like, what, a million? Yeah, we'll, we'll be doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, we'll outnumber them. Oh, God. The- and that there are t- at least 20 quadrillion ants on Earth currently. 20 quadrillion. Is that I true? mean, yeah, most of them are in That's my kitchen right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have 3 million in here for sure. You don't even it's, have to walk around your house anymore, right? You just stand still and they kind of move you around. Yeah, it's Joe's apartment over here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Queer Eye. I'm so happy to have you on the show. It's really, really excited for us to help you um, clean up your apartment, change your life, change your mindset. Uh, are you about ready to get started? Uh, yeah, no? I, you know this is this I, I this is a long time coming for me. So uh, you know I'm ready to just submit to whatever you want me to do, and uh, I'm ready to do the work. Amazing, Anthony's really gonna hook it up in the kitchen for you. Um, we we might have to clear a space because um, there are a lot of ants. So mm. that's going to be a little tough to work around, but um, I'm sure you're fine with us doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, really interesting seeing what you have to work with here. I'm seeing the before, and I'll tell you what, I have an image for the after. <laughs> he always does. Okay. That's that's good news to me. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do, I'm an I'm an open book here. I you know mold me into the you know the the man that I can that that I can be. I'm ready. That's um, great. That's so awesome. Well, yeah. first thing I'm going to do, um, if I can, is I'm going to shave the beard of ants off of your face. Um, uh, we, we, oh, we, um, you know, I know that in your email you said I would like to maybe clean that up, but but keep the sideburns. I think we're going to get rid of the full beard of ants. Okay. Um, Good idea. That's uh, that's uh, I'll, I'll I'll let you do it. It's just that's. If I could just be vulnerable for a second, I just haven't seen my face without the ant beard in a long time. And I was just a different guy mm. back mm-hmm. then before. And tell that, us more so. about that, because you, you were you had a you had a wife and, and a family. Right. And then you kind of had the ant beard and things. How did that change? Yeah, it also, well, we had, I had a, you know, you know, yeah, picture perfect sort of family situation here. And then one day I thought it'd be really, you know, I thought it'd be funny first. That's how all bad things start, right? Mm-hmm. Slathered my face in honey and went outside <laughs> for like a, just a little, yeah, right. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that on its own, pretty funny. <laughs> I went outside and I took a nap and then I come back and all these ants all over my face. And I thought, okay, not the intended consequence, but pretty good. This is pretty good. I'm going to have to show the, you know, the family. And I come in 
they basically have a backpack ready to go. They're, they don't want any part of the, the, the ants. They don't want anything. They don't like my honey joke. They don't like any of this. Because uh, you're covered and, you in know, bugs. Covered in bugs. And they're always saying, you know, stop trying to, you know, make us laugh all the time. Just be a parent. Just be present. You know, all that. And right. I sort of just got really attached to the ants. And then, you know, they start appearing more. Because uh, I don't know if you know this about ants. If there's like, if you see like 10 ants, there's probably like 100 ants. Uh, or, you know, and then and there's just more and more. Um, however many you think there are, there's exponentially more ants uh, just waiting to be found. And so they just kept coming in and, you know, they started making themselves at home. And I started appreciating them more. At certain points, I remember being fully clothed by the ants. Um, I wouldn't even have to move. They sort of saw me as their, they all respond to a queen. And they would bring me things. And I could sort of control them hive mind style. Uh, And if they moved in a certain direction with enough force, they can lift about 300 times their own weight. So if there were thousands of these ants, yeah, I saw that 300 car times their weight in your driveway was just, it hasn't had gas for uh, <laughs> a few years. Yeah. Kind of floating when we walked in sort of, yeah, they sort of know uh, if I'm in the car to start putting, you know, getting under there, lifting it, pushing me. Uh, and you know, they I am respond- really yeah. excited for you to work with Karamo later. I think he is really going to make you change every single thing about your personality and really make <laughs> you dig deep on this weird, weird thing. Um, <laughs> but I think for now, why don't we just deal with some of the superficial stuff? Mm-hmm. Because okay, I think sure. the way we see ourselves is a lot about how we feel about ourselves and once we get rid of that beard, once we clean off some of these counters, I mean, I cannot even see a place to chop an onion, you know? And then we're going to, you're going to see what the possibilities are without ants. And it's going to be fantastic and you're going to change. Yeah. I, you know, and that's, I just, I would like to have my family back. So if this is on the way to, you know, mending that bridge, I, I'm all for it. What's going to happen to the ants? That's not well, um, that's where I come in. I'm Greg, and I am the uh, sixth uh, queer eye uh, guy. I'm the the Terminator uh, uh, or exterminator. That's what they call. It. Okay, I got really scared for a second. Greg's been pushing really hard for the Terminator, so we gave yeah. it to him. Yeah, yeah. Except for coming and um, killing uh, the person uh, who is going to bring the downfall of machines, I'm coming to bring kill the bugs that have been the downfall of your life. Okay. I, I, if there is a, you know, I'm willing to go with you on remodeling the home, getting the ants out of the home, re, you know, re, re, redoing my look, redoing my clothes and all that. I don't know if I can sign off on, on these ants getting killed. They've just been a part of me, you know, it'd be like killing a part of myself. Hey, between you and me, it was a lot of work to uh, add. Me as the sixth guy in this cast, uh, I really had to convince them. Yeah, <laughs> everybody really said, I don't think there's going to be a lot of need for that. Um, but here we are. And, you know, I it's said, Queer Eye, and you don't you don't really fit the whole queer, premise yeah. of the show. Yeah. yeah, I'm also not queer. That was a hard part for the whole, <laughs> uh, I'm not at all queer identified. I'm a, a cis-hetero uh, male. You don't have and, to say uh, at all. You don't. I'm not at all. Uh, just here to kill some bugs, ants, whatever. I'll be in the back. By the way, love the hat. 
Love the kitchen. <laughs> love the video game console. Don't change a thing. I would say there. <laughs> hey, thanks. So the hat's working. Uh, as, no. as the wardrobe specialist, I'm going to say no. Yeah, don't listen to him for pretty much anything. He's just an exterminator. I know, he just gassed me up pretty good. I think the hat stays. Have you thought of a rat tail? Like, a, like you know where the hair's braided long in the Damn, back? Step in here, come on. Okay, okay. Yeah. We're not going to do a rat tail. We're not going to do that hat. We're going to try and gently say goodbye to some of those things. And we're going to check out your closet as soon as there is... As soon as the ants are clear and we can see your clothes. And I'll get to that right now. Great. I would you hate know, to ruin some of these clothes. Jorts, my man. <laughs> okay, I, I thought you were just here to uh, help me with the ants. I didn't know you freaking partied. <laughs> we should hang. We should absolutely Let's hang, hang after dude. this. Yeah. I, 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 you know, this is really I, not I a safe environment even. <laughs> I don't even think this is a safe or sanitary environment. Why don't we, why don't we give you a meal? You've lost your family. They've <laughs> left you for good reason, right? Let's give you a meal that you can cook to welcome them home, okay? Okay, So yeah. I'm just going to open your fridge and see what we have because often you can make a lot more with what you already have than you even realize. So I'm seeing an ant-infested onion, <laughs> a jar of pepperoncinis that's mostly eaten, but it has a ton of ants eating the last pepperoncini, <laughs> and an old piece of ham. Let's start with a piece of ham. <laughs> now, <laughs> does your family enjoy ham or is that just you? I'm sort of the ham guy. Okay, um. we're going to postmates you at dinner and we're going to make it look like you cooked it. Okay, so what we're all we really need to do is find a find a clean plate. Can you show me your cleanest plate and we'll sweep the ants off of it? It's probably the plate under the ham. You just got to take the ham off, I think. Whoa, Barry Bonds plate. Keep it. Keep it. <laughs> okay, we're going to go ahead and paint this plate. We're going to paint this plate just so it looks like something that a family would have any interest in, you know? Um, I don't know if the big complaint here amongst my family was the plates. I, you know, I think, it, you know, it could be part of it. I wouldn't, I would, I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go with you halfway there, right? I'll say, you know, a lot of my stuff. They're not really into kitsch, uh, but, you know, that's sort of my thing. Yeah. Hey, Ant Anthony, I know you kind of get called out, like, on the internet. I don't want to embarrass you, but you get called out for, like, not doing a lot in the food department. You just kind of mm -hmm. give someone an avocado or something like that. Painting the plate is... Um... Well, I think, <laughs> I think if we paint the plate, it'll be a great platter for the art that he's about to make for his family. Um, and then... On Postmates, we could just order some rice and, I don't know, Velveeta, and we can make cheesy rice. And and then his family will come home. You are lucky you are hot, you know? That's what I'm going to Thank say. you. I mean, Thank it you. looks to me like Anthony's kind of worn out his welcome. We've got a new hot guy here, <laughs> Gus, me. <laughs> Feels like an easy one-for-one one swap, right? Well, hey, if I'm being voted out, I guess I will leave. I'd be happy to leave this disgusting domicile. <laughs> fine, I'll go. I'll go. That's fine. I will take my cheesy rice and painted plate, future painted plate, and I will do the next episode. Okay, if Hang you take second. that plate out of my house, I am going to call the police. I'll kill you. <laughs> That's a 98 Barry Bonds play. Ooh, Those big heads. Right before he got big. 
pretty pretty big head. Okay, you can have the plate. I'm trying to help you, okay? This house is disgusting. Gus or whoever this new guy is is not helpful. (laughs) And I haven't even seen you kill a lot of ants, by the way. I'm sorry. My, My exterminator sense is tingling here. This guy's name is Anthony. He no. doesn't know how to cook food. No. Wait Hang on second. one second. Let me take this wig off. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> it's just like Men in Black. I told you. I told you it was going to be like Men in Black. And see, I, I couldn't see it because I'm just so close. I don't even know if I actually had a family now. My whole world is falling apart right before my very eyes. Hey, I hear you, man. Let's get a beer. Let's uh, take these ants out. Yeah. We wingman them. They wingman us one way or the other. Oh, okay. That, I like our odds in that case. A lot of ants All takes out. one in 1.5 million. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I wouldn't actually mind watching Men in Black, if we're being honest. All right. Well, that's been another episode of Queer Eye. Join me next week where I, Gus, will hang out and watch Men in Black with this guy and all his ants. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> uh, are you guys Queer Eye fans? Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. Of course, I, right? I, I would say that I, I, I don't watch it as much. I don't get, like... It's hard to get excited about stuff that's like streaming only, sort of right. Like unless it's like an event type thing. Whereas, like I feel like on Netflix when they when they put out new Queer Eye, it's just sort of like here it is, and you're like, oh great, I'll just watch this at some point, and then you'll go through a phase where I'll like watch three of them in a row and just like cry. Yeah. Like I just watch it; it's like a yes. good crying show because everybody's being so nice. But then also sometimes they're like ridiculous. Like sometimes like. Mm-hmm. Especially with like Karamo. I'm always like, Karamo, what are you doing? He's like the most <laughs> handsome person I've ever seen. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you, what did you do? <laughs> he like had these like people do like a dance class or something. It was like, this didn't help anybody. Or like when he had that one guy like talk to the guy that shot him. I was like, I could see this being cathartic. What a traumatic thing to make somebody do on television. <laughs> like, that's so crazy to me. Uh, but he's so handsome. Um, a friend, one of my closest friends, ex-boyfriends, was good friends with Bobby. And wow. so I got some of the tea. And apparently mm-hmm. Jonathan Van Ness is so stinky that they all fight about it when they're in the car. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so now when I Why does that make me intro, feel good? <laughs> he, yeah. like, refuses to wear deodorant, and he's apparently just, like, very, very hippie stinky. And they... So now in the, like, when they're all excited and driving in the car in the beginning, I'm just like, they are so pissed at Jonathan. Yeah, he's Jones. moving too much. He's going to start sweating. Yeah. So they, when think, you say... Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. No, no, Dan, go ahead. When you say they fight about it, you, like they fight with him about it, like they yeah. get in and, man, I've never told someone they stink to their face. Imagine that. Wouldn't it feel vindicating? Because it's it's something that you definitely register every time you're around it. But if you've never mm-hmm. gotten to say it, it would feel really, uh, yeah, it's almost, I don't know. It's almost gaslighting. It's it's like, you're going to make us sit here and not talk about how bad you stink. You stink mm-hmm. We are f- upholding a whole fake reality for you, you know? It's, Absolutely. It's also like, just to like go back a little bit to what you were saying, Ryan, about how like 
it is vindicating kind of because I sort of pride myself as somebody who like doesn't have like a smell like that. The very best you could say about me is that I smell clean, but I don't like give off a smell. But that also mm. means I don't stink to see somebody like JVN who's like their whole their whole thing is like, you know, it's like very like, like beautiful hygiene. Yeah. Hygiene. Yeah. Cleanliness. Yeah. That's their job of hygiene. And, and, and they stink is just really. Yeah. Oof. No, thank you. I don't stink at all. I think I you can like be this. stinky, but I don't think you get to like walk into the rest of society. You know, like you can't, <laughs> yeah. you don't get to have a millionaire's job and make everybody around you smell you. It's like, well, yeah. you can either be stinky in the woods <laughs> <laughs> or you can come in and like take up space with everybody and not offend everybody all the time. But it's, but it's crazy to me to pe- for people who like just choose to, if, if you can't help it, of course, of course. I think, yeah, if you're rich, if you're that rich, you shouldn't stink. And if you're like Zuckerberg or like um, (laughs) the fucking Twitter guy, or if you're a billionaire, there's no reason you should look like complete shit. Like you should like you you (laughs) should be like the hottest person alive if like you you decide to become a billionaire. It's Uh, so unfair because when you're rich, the standards are like a lot higher, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You know about that. Absolutely. That must be a really hard life. Yeah. It's so hard for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I uh I'm trying to think cuz I've I've had what I would call stinky phases where <laughs> uh, cuz I'm allergic to most deodorants. Of course. So I had like several like probably a year or two of like trying everything. I was like putting coconut oil mixed with like baking soda under my arms. Mm-hmm. I was using like every one of those like natural products or whatever. Um, and I could like, I would be able to be like, oop, it hit, like the stink hit. Now yes. I'm out and I smell and I just like feel bad. Um, and then eventually just chose the, the path of like, my arms are just going to itch all the time because I can't <laughs> smell. <laughs> I like can't smell that bad. I can't, and I'm pretty yeah. smell sensitive, I think, uh, yeah. when I'm like out in the world of like, all smells like too much too perfumey bothers me like too um Mm -hmm. and and my own my own stink really bothers me so (laughs) i'm trying i'm wondering if like how many scenarios there have been where someone just interacted with me once in my life and they like will remember me as the stinky they're like oh yeah they caught you on a podcast episode with stinky dan yeah (laughs) (laughs) your honor your honor, I think the defense has put out a pretty good case. I really do. I do. I, and I applaud you, the defense. But I think it's fair to say at this point that the defendant has proven not to be trustworthy. The defendant has proven not to be someone that you want to be around And the last thing that the prosecution must bring to the table is unfortunately, nobody likes to do this, the scent of the defendant. We all know. Objection, Your Honor. Objection sustained. What? Mm. Are you kidding me? This is totally (laughs) admissible. This guy stinks and he's rich. I just think, you know, if we're going to be bringing up the scent of uh, the defendant and, and and the, you know, 
we can't be putting that in in as as evidence in the court of law. Okay, that's just that's personal and that's uh, that's subjective. That's not. Uh, it is very personal, concrete. and we've been hearing from character witnesses all day, and I want to hear from a stink witness. <laughs> I think it's fair, and I think it's admissible. I'd like to hear a little bit more from the sister of the murdered woman. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. Okay. Well then let's, let's put my closing statements to rest for a moment and bring out the sister of the murdered. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're we're, uh, surprised hi. to you witness. Hi. <laughs> Oh. Uh, surprise to you, witness. You're going to be on the stand now. Sorry, Sorry. This has just been really, this whole thing has been really traumatic. And um, looks like you have, I'm just happy to put it to bed. Mismatching shoes. You weren't I was ready not for. Yeah, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> I was I was in my car wa- awaiting the results. And uh, right, they flagged up, me down. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey, um, please swear her in. Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you, God? I do. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Now, as mentioned by the judge, you are the sister of the murdered (laughs) victim. (laughs) Yeah. Can you say, have you spent any close time with the um, accused of course, he he was dating my sister. Um, we we had several dinners together. We saw a couple movies all, all on double dates. Um, so you'd say you've been inside of a six foot radius with this man? Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Even closer. What one movie we sat in the same row next to each other? Wow, that's that's pretty close, isn't it? That's pretty close proximity. Now, yes. when you were in this close proximity, sorry, that one was rhetorical. When you were in this close proximity, sorry. Did you, that's okay. Did you notice anything in the air? Body odor, oral odor, rectal odor? Um, I, 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 I suppose, yes. I mean, I, I, um, all three, huh? <laughs> Well, I don't know how I would define rectal odor, to be totally honest. Um, Webster's Dictionary defines (laughs) rectal odor as odor coming from the rectal area or poo-poo smell. I'm sorry, Your Honor. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. They put rectal odor in Webster's Dictionary? Absolutely. I've got it open right here. Oh. Oh, this is like a funny Webster's. It's like the guy from... No further questions about this part, Your Honor. I'd like the witness to stop rebuking. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm just a little embarrassed, but if uh, I'll try to be honest in my sister's memory. I'm embarrassed to say this with this sick gentleman in the room, but um, yeah, we um, um, we saw, let me see, we saw um, it would have been 2021. Um, I'm trying to think of what movie we saw together. I remember Doesn't it matter. Being, no. Let's see, 2021. Oh, we saw nobody in theaters, and I remember being so interested to see Bob Odenkirk in a film. 
an action film like that. And what and, about the scent? Did you smell any body odor or oral odor? Well, yeah, rectal was, or yes, and I remember. I remember purposefully my sister sitting not next to the accused, but kind of mm. far from him. And I thought that's odd. Mm. And then during the movie, I started eating my popcorn, and I was like, "Oh, this popcorn stinks!" And yes. I put it down. And, then, and when um, you took the subway home that evening. Oh, I didn't have subway. I, I had Quiznos. I'm not talking about that, miss. You need to stop pushing back. <laughs> <laughs> when you rode the subway car home that evening from the movie, was the subway car packed or was it pretty empty? Oh, could I, I? I'll say it was pretty empty. I, I would like to say... I was there on the night of my sister's murder, and nobody's really asked me much about that. Um, I saw them having a fight. Um, she had told me she was really scared uh, scared of him and, and wasn't mm-hmm. sure what he was going to do, and I just want that to be on the record while I'm up here. I don't know if you're going to get to that. That's fine. That's fine, but I wanted to talk about the stink. Nobody trusts a stinky man. I can smell him in the courtroom, jury. I'm sure you can, too. I see a lot of people wearing masks. The mandate is over. I don't need to hear anymore. I've made my decision. In the case of Samsky versus Clinton, <laughs> I rule that Samsky is too rich to be stinky. Yes. And as what for the, the murder, fuck your honor. And as is- for the murder. <laughs> I would want to commit a murder, too, if I were that stinky. (gasps) The empathy. (laughs) Yes, me and my fellow judges went through an empathy training course recently. (laughs) It's really impacted my rulings. Well, that's big, too, because not a lot of judges do that. That's actually really huge. Thank you so much. (laughs) I felt like it was. It was six hours, two different days. Six hours, both days. 12 hours total, it sounds like. <laughs> 12 hours total. <laughs> yes. You're a really committed judge. We are really proud to be My sister <laughs> is dead. Okay, please stop yelling Murdered. in my courtroom. She I will not. Back so much. It's My sister's dead, and she was killed by that man there, okay? Greg Samsky. And I don't care how bad he smells. I'm going to spend the rest of my life dragging his name and yours, Your Honor. This is not empathy for the dead or the family of the dead. Bailiff, I'd like to talk to you. Get that woman out of here now. (laughs) (laughs) Scene. (laughs) That's how court works. 100%. I've been to it. My dad's a lawyer. Is that true? Oh, what kind? He's a trial lawyer. He represents the 13 public universities in Ohio. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. One time when I was like six, he I used to read his briefs a lot. Like, no. you know, I don't know, for fun. And one time when I was like five or six, there was this pretty like serious rape allegation that happened on a campus in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And that's like the only time I ever went to court and watched him do stuff. And he had like, oh my she God. was, I think, defending the, the college. He was defending the college. Oh. 
When you were six? Yeah, I was about six. Wow. Pretty cool. <laughs> really cool. Children that, of divorce are often treated like they're older than they really are. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So, yeah. yeah. I'm used so, to that, that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sort of reminds me of my, my grandpa was, um, just go with me on this for a second. My grandpa was an x-ray tech when I was a kid, and he uh, would bring back funny x-rays uh, for me and my brothers to look at. <laughs> so like that is just like thinking of like looking at like work that you shouldn't be looking at. Uh, I'd see a lot of like uh, batteries inside of people's stomachs or like uh, like straws or like things like that. Just things that shouldn't oh, yeah. have been eaten. And uh, my brothers and I, uh, not realizing now that some of these people might have a compulsion or, or of some kind to be doing something like that thought it was so funny we were like this is like bring us more bring us more and he would always be like guys and we knew that when he came walking in with like a like manila envelope we're like oh shit he brought Boys. the goods with him today. This is good stuff. yeah it was very very exciting when he, and like because usually you like you know grandpa comes home and you're just like okay hi grandpa whatever you see the envelope we're like oh shit we're all going to the kitchen table right now. We got to see what's going on. Uh, and it, it would always be, yeah, like it would never be too graphic. Like it would never be like in like jackass when uh, Dunn had the car in his ass, uh, which honestly yeah. probably why I thought that was so funny. Cause I was like, Oh, it's like my, what my grandpa used to show us. <laughs> well, it does seem like there's a lot of fun to be had with x-rays. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's kind of magic, right? It's like, Wait, wait, wait. We can see through stuff? You yeah, know what I mean? I can see like, your bones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, um, it, oh, no, you go. No, no, please. Oh, yeah, I was just always just like, he would save them, though, too. And sometimes we, if you were, like, bored at their house, there was, like, a big stack of them. And they're, like, these, like, thin <laughs> sort of, like, you know, like, pieces of, I don't know what they're, what that, it's, like, film, I guess, right? Huge pieces of film. Uh, you just hold it up and be like, oh, remember this one? This one's good. Like, they were like family memories. Like, oh, remember when he brought this one home? We were all like crying laughing. Like, it was like, such like a, <laughs> like, such an event. And like, he absolutely shouldn't have been doing it. Like, it was like probably like breaking a lot of rules. I don't think you're supposed to bring those home. Like, right. it, like the idea of him being like, my grandkids are going to love this one is like so <laughs> funny. Well, it, um, um, I've gotten off the phone with your insurance, and it looks like you're um, you're not covered for the broken rib um, and for the uh-huh. treatment. Um, okay. And your deductible so high anyway, you'd have to pay out of pocket. I'm sorry to say. That's that's not the news I was looking to hear. Unfortunately, uh, me it's neither. Um, but I, I think we can really make lemons out of lemonade here. Mm-hmm. Um, I am working on a coffee table book of sorts um of all of the funny little things i come across in this Mm -hmm. crazy line of work and um we could come to an agreement where perhaps i could buy your story off of you the rights to your broken ribs for the coffee table book and i could do this pro bono uh and of course pun intended on that one Oh, bone dash O. Yeah, that's, that's right. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Thank you for the handshake on that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, when you, you got to give it up, uh, you know, when, it, when there's clever wordplay. Um, that, I just really, I really can't pay for, uh, you know, 
I can't pay for this bill. So I, anything, I guess, to do it, do it for free. It, I'm just worried that the story is going to be too embarrassing and it will come back. You know, people will be like, this was you in that book. You know, I hear you. I hear you. We could do it anonymously. We could change some facts. But at the end of the day, uh, you broke your rib um, mm-hmm. trying to have your rib removed because you heard the Marilyn Manson thing. <laughs> yeah. 20 um, years after it was a thing. Maybe yeah, I, I, I just heard about this. It was I was sort of I was watching. Uh, I went to a garage sale recently and I, I bought a tape. I'm just going uh, to that, we, we, yeah. we'll be able to throw this out. But I'm going to record all of this on my voice records just in case we use it for the book. And I'll okay, throw it sure, out sure, if sure, you don't sure. want to. Yeah. Uh, I was at a garage sale recently and I bought a tape that said uh, VH1 uh, on a certain day. And I was like, well, I have to see what was on that day. And it was a pop-up video. <laughs> and it was wow. a Marilyn Manson video. And that's when they said, did you know that Marilyn Manson removed a rib so he could autofillate? And wow. I... That's how I learned about it 20 years after the fact. Incredible. Because I was always, uh, you, you could expect a Manson on MTV, MTV2, but if you caught a Manson on VH1, let alone a pop-up video, I mean, yeah. that's big. You know, you're expecting a little lighter fare on that one. They didn't know what they had at this garage sale. It was like, oh, they, let, they let that tape go for, for nothing. Uh, so then and you, then, oh, go ahead. No, yeah. And then, of course, I was like. Well, yeah, I want to suck my own dick. So let's get the, wow, let's get doctor, the ball rolling. Wow, doctor, we here. are so excited to have you here. We just love your manuscript. This is so fascinating. It's, I mean, the inside of people, the outside of people, <laughs> what they were experiencing when it happened. This is just a fantastic, fantastic manuscript. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's so frequently in my line of work, there's always like a butt afterwards or like, so I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. The fact that this was all good news, that's awesome. Speaking of butts, we actually love chapter nine. Um, a toy car. <laughs> Hilarious. Really funny. Really, really funny. So chapter nine is one where we're going to have to really change a lot of the specifics because even if you said a certain mayor, People are going to start looking into where I work and all stuff like that. So we can't even say mayor. Um, but oh, we I agree. Think- we think this should all be anonymous. None of the patients should be identified in the book. We, well, no, you we agree. feel pretty strong. Wink. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I was the I was just the foot one. I was I was the foot one. I had stepped on a nail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't. Sure. Don't. <laughs> hey, were you not the foot one? Yeah, it was the foot and the nail, the nail and the foot guy. Oh. Uh, yeah, he was shaking my head at you quietly, winking. And he saying it out was. loud. Stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> what, what, what we're saying is we love the book. We love the puns, the bone puns, all the medical puns. Just a real, real interesting point of view here. And I loved all the lower rib removal stuff. You had a lot of those. Mostly that, 80% that. <laughs> and I think... I, I think that this is bigger than just a you know some sort of funny coffee table book. I, I'm thinking selling the rights to this. I'm wondering if you all have connections with Judd or um, Ashley um, or Apatow. Um, I don't know Judd Ashley. Why not? <laughs> Ashley Judd. Oh, I see. 
I would take either. Is Ashley Judd working on um, comedy uh, films or anything like that? Could be. She could be. We have connections. We do have connections. We, we know Ashley. You know, well, yeah, uh, we'll cast a broad net for sure to see who wants to be in the uh, adaptation of your x-ray book. Great. For me, generally, it's less on the name being Judd, um, and it is somebody like Judd Apatow. It's more the status of him in the world than that's that good. I need someone with Judd in their name. So yeah, well, I, I do know throw, Judge actually, Reinhold. So that's that is good. I'm glad Judge you're open Reinhold to expanding would a little love bit. This. He would. He's such a science nut. He's a. That's he, he would think it was funny, or would he try to sell? Or would he be a good person to partner? Well, with? he'd probably try to sue you. Okay. Well, I think what I will do is go with a totally different publishing company. <laughs> we love the book. We love it. We love it, though. I absolutely hear you. I'm just um, kind of, as, as we're figuring out how to position this, I think we may not be seeing eye to eye on all I have that. ideas on that. I would position it right next to your bed, right on the nightstand. I read it every night before bed. Every night, especially not- the lower rib stuff. I think it's so <laughs> funny. Because what are these guys thinking? Okay, now uh, it feels yeah, like you're overcompensating with the rib stuff. <laughs> no, they're hilarious. They're so stupid. I'm not flexible at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even tie my shoe. How would I fillet auto? What are you saying? Auto fillet? No one's saying that. Who said that? Nobody. No one said that this meeting? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, if we're just kind of acknowledging things, I was here on time and we waited 15 minutes while you were in the restroom kind of grunting and saying, God damn it. Oh, I had a big bowl of chili and it was a fat <laughs> diarrhea. That's why. That's why. I'm not embarrassed of that. This is truth. Ew. I will be going elsewhere. I will be going elsewhere. I just want to reiterate that part, especially. Oh. What if I and told I you I know a guy? No, no, you're taking the minutes. I'd love to hear. I, I I know that I'm just taking the minutes of this this meeting, but I saw you untie your shoes before you came in here, just to like bring the point home that you don't know how to tie your shoes. Well, I was feeling really relaxed. I had just had a cigarette. <laughs> what? <laughs> I went to the bathroom, took a poop, and then had a cigarette after. And, of course, I untied my shoes because I was feeling a little cooped up after the poop. And I don't even know what it means. Auto zone. I don't know. You you keep saying it. Nobody has said it. Well, it just you seems like it's it. the focus of the whole meeting now. So I don't know. You I brought it up. It's in the ether. You want to see my foot? No. You see my foot? I'll show you the nail hole right now. I don't know what he's going to do because I'm. I know for a fact he's not the nail hole guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, there's not a nail in my foot right well, there now. There is now. There is now. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Oh. Oh god. Yeah. God, this is stressful. I need to go to the bathroom. I know a guy named Wayne Judson I worked with. (laughs) (laughs) Is he in the movies? (laughs) Um, This makes me think of just medical people and stuff in general. And do you guys want to hear this crazy, amazing story about my cousin being a hero on an airplane? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Good. She is a nurse <laughs> and she was on an airplane with her baby and her husband living the dream, going to Paris. They're very happy together and things are going well. That doesn't matter about the story. A man was having a bad situation. He was writhing in pain on the floor. And they said on the thing, like, is there a medical professional on the plane? And my cousin got up and there was like an ER doctor and an EMT already standing there. And they were doing nothing. Men. And she was like, has anyone taken his vitals, whatever? And they were like, no. So she gets down and dirty. She starts asking him stuff. He's like, he says he's in 10 out of 10 pain. They're over the ocean, so they can't land. He has, she's like asking him about his symptoms, whatever, doing like an exam. He has a distended stomach. He's being kind of weird about the medicine he takes, but she's like, I got to know the meds you take. He is taking this like natural homeopathic drug and she uh, is like, oh, that's like for urinary stuff. Like, when's the last time you peed? And he was like, oh, like recently. And she was like, was it a lot or a little? And he was like, just a little. She was like, I, as she told me, she was like, so then I decided I'm going to cath this bitch. So she had to MacGyver <laughs> a catheter. She's like kind of a valley girl, but she's very, very smart. It's a fun combo. So she MacGyvered a catheter and cathetered a man on a plane, like this like 70-year-old man. Um, she made his wife watch so that he couldn't say anything weird happened. And she solved the issue. He like, she got a bunch of pee out of him and solved the issue. Saved a life on a plane. Wow. He was just going to pop. He was going to (laughs) pop. That was his issue. That's so crazy because it's so, you're so... It's the most TV or like movie. Like you're, yeah. everyone is looking at you. Everyone's scared, uh, and it's, it takes a lot to have the poise to do that. And she was so like embarrassed of like she like was hardly even going to tell me this story. Her husband was telling me, and she's like, "Daniel, stop!" I'm like, "What? That you're a hero? If <laughs> oh, I did anything right. heroic, everyone would know about it." <laughs> Absolutely. Oh sure, I love it. Oh hey, um. Hi, sorry to interrupt your dinner. I, I don't know if you remember me. I'm the guy from the plane a couple years ago. Oh um, my god! Yeah, you saved this guy. Oh my yes. god! Oh my god! Stop! Oh my well, god! I, I actually, How are you? so you you you've told your partner that that you saved me, huh? Because well, that's kind of the no. Going around. He was he was just on the plane with yeah. me when that happened. I didn't save you. Don't yeah. <laughs> stop. Well, I no, I actually just wanted to say um, I, I did get checked out, and it was actually just an appendicitis, um, and it was like pretty humiliating what you made my wife watch you do <laughs> um, that you took my penis out. <laughs> You Catherine, oh. it. it was like a full misdiagnosis. No, dude, dude, she's a nurse. She totally saved you, I think. Right. No, I actually have some pretty bad permanent urinary damage. God, okay. I'm really sorry to hear that. Everyone needs to stop accusing me of just trying to look at everyone's penises on planes, okay? This is I'm, the and third I'm not time. Accusing you of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that you wanted to be a hero and wanted to help me. But you, I, I, I felt like you pulled out my flaccid penis. I said, I'm pretty sure it's not about that. Dude, you that was flaccid? S- my memory, it was big, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, dude. And you're upset that your wife saw? Doesn't your wife already 
kind of know. No, not that I, you humiliated me. You had a little boy. You said, I need the closest hands, small hands to hold this while I catheter it. <laughs> yes. I just, I'm sorry. I never thought I'd see you again. And I'm like really like feeling heated right now because I've been having this like argument with you in my head. You went on TV. You accepted a medal from the governor. Uh, yes, that was so embarrassing. You, you, you get. Honey, I, I, I'm so proud of you. That was not embarrassing. Listen, I'm sorry for standing up out of my chair here, sir. I have a piping hot Alfredo in front of me, but this can wait. Okay. <laughs> My my babe saved your life, dude. And I'm sorry it was embarrassing. I'm so sorry it was embarrassing that you were about to pop. But you were, and you needed the pee let out. That's what happened. Okay? I didn't see it because they took you to the back into the bathroom and I was still in row number one. But I'm pretty sure that's the way it went. Well, so in the back in the bathroom, she then said it. Something's wrong. There's no pee coming out. We now know it's because there's appendicitis, not a bladder issue. It's hard to and say. And she said, we have to scare the pee out. <laughs> yes. You remember oh. that, right? Well, we tried that first. I didn't want to have to cath you, but the scare didn't work, I guess. Sorry. Sorry I saved your life. Seriously. I, I can't believe the ungratefulness of this bastard. I really can't. Do you remember the urologist sitting behind you? The urologist saying, I don't think it's that. (laughs) Do you remember that? Vaguely, vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely, yeah. I mean, he was pretty adamant, but it was vague. Well, I I just want to say, my my name's, you know, there's nothing I can do about this now. We never got to talk about it. My name's Robert. Um, I never even got to meet you. I want you to see the face of the man whose life you you, uh, ostensibly ruined. Saved. Ruined. What if you would have died? What if you don't know that you would have lived if she did nothing, even though the urologist and the cardiologist said you were fine? Why they did don't you need know. to shave all of my pubes off first? First of all. They don't do that with cathing. I left a strip, a landing strip. That's how, that's we, how we do it. Because we were on the plane. <laughs> Two. And, and those are turn, those are hot now. The male landing strips are hot now. Yes. If and done well and evenly. Okay, now you're just being hurtful. <laughs> you know, she's not you a barber. Are... She's a nurse. I'm not a barber. I agree. <laughs> and on that, we agree. <laughs> you know, you're just lucky you weren't the other guy on the plane. Because he had a way different situation with his penis, and I saved him. Okay, I actually, I'm in a group with that guy. There's like a group of people who meet, and I would love to. From the one flight? Yes. Yes. I would love for you to get his perspective. Um, I'm actually having dinner with him right now. It's such a crazy coincidence that you're here. We met up. He's kind of my sponsor, and and we work together. Oh, my God. Uh, Lionel, Lionel, it's, uh, do you mind potentially having a? No, no, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Hello, oh my hi. Gosh, hi. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this must be really awesome for you. You know, yeah, it's, I, it's, just, it's, it's very rare that uh, I, I, you get to have another confrontation uh, with somebody, uh, you know, uh, and that what happened on that plane to me. Uh, and not just to me, to my penis as well. Um, 
That's the language we've learned to use in group. Yes. Because uh, it's like it's in a way it's it's like it's two separate traumas. Mm. Um, a little self-aggrandizing to me, but sure. Hey, tell that to our therapist. <laughs> Who I, I think you've actually met before. <laughs> I think, oh yeah, you save... You saved a therapist's life, oh right? On the river. Oh, yes. <laughs> we were on a duck boat tour and it was packed with therapists. <laughs> Not surprised. And one of them was complaining of chest pains. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you sort of were like, I know exactly what's going to fix this. Circumcised them. You circumcised them. We had to circumcise them. We had to circumcise them in front of everybody on the duck boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course that's different than what happened to me. I was having a sort of, uh, what we learned later was a, uh, you're about to pop. I was, no, well, in a sense, yes, I was having like a, a coronary episode. Uh, and when I said, uh, you know, when I was grabbing my chest, uh, and indicating that I was having some sort of heart attack, uh, you, uh, took my belt off. My pants fell straight down. Okay, well, I'm so proud of you. And you said, I know exactly what's going to fix this. She's a nurse. And you tied my penis in like a, in like a balloon animal. <laughs> and then. And I just want to say, dude, congrats. That a big, <laughs> it was a big hog, dude. Neither here nor there. Nobody on the airplane should know <laughs> what I'm working with. I was having, a, I, I had the heart attack. It wasn't fatal. <laughs> I had it. But you were not thinking about it very much after I tied your penis into a balloon, were you? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nobody was thinking about the heart attack. Everybody was no. thinking about the dog. The dog that I put on Pujik <laughs> after <laughs> I turned it into a balloon animal, giraffe. Mm-hmm. Really just rough stuff uh, and... I, I'm sorry to make you relive that trauma, Lionel. I Did you guys want like, an autograph you guys seen, or what? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Have you no, guys even you've... seen Patch Adams? Because. It's my favorite movie. My, oh, then that makes a lot of sense because my baby is not only a medical professional, but she also uses laughter and the joy of childhood to make people forget they're in the middle of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I so when she laughed. tied your penis into a giraffe and then mounted it with a real dog, <laughs> that was funny for everybody. It was very funny. We still laugh about it at home. Oh, yeah. Well, we have the picture on the wall framed. Well, we and then the picture. It's in the coffee table book, too. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I that, guess it would be in there, wouldn't it? I would love residuals from that, by the way, because you use my full name and address. <laughs> <laughs> have you been getting fan mail? No, I've been getting hate mail. <laughs> you wouldn't no. believe it. Yes. No. Wow. People are very hateful. And if there is a whole book of guys with penis issues, everyone just judges them because they've, it's, a, it's a projection and it's to take attention off themselves. And I, I, Well, know. hey, they bought it, didn't they? And that's what they I'm saying. Is nobody <laughs> gave me any money for that. So that does, there's no positive there for me. <laughs> But you know, but you know that they like it. It's you're, like, yeah, they. You, you guys are frustrating hating. me so much. Do you know we were? I'm sorry. I think I'm having a panic attack or something. I, oh my god, I, I can help. I, I, no, just give me space. I have just Xanax in my Alfredo? purse. I have Xanax in my purse. I have you? Alfredo on my table. <laughs> He's got Alfredo and Xanax. You can. It tastes uh, bad, but we can hide it. No, I don't need either of those things. I just. 
Oh my god, oh my chest hurts. Okay, let's oh my god. rip down your pants. <laughs> if you crush the Xanax up and you shove it in the hole, it it hits faster. Whoa, look at the hog on this guy. Not bad. Okay, we just gotta get you hard. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> See it. <laughs> A perfect use, Matt. A perfect use. <laughs> it's I've never even seen that movie, but it's something I constantly think about every time I'm in a restaurant. No. If I see something that looks good, I'm like, oh, what they're having. That looks great. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of the most just the best line of all time because you so all, it, you you can use it almost anywhere always. Yeah. Uh, and it, it always works for me. Like no matter who says it, I'm like, yes, good job. I I remember this is a little self horn toot, but I remember using it at a restaurant when a baby was crying really loud, and and the waiter was trying to take our order, and I said, "Ooh, I'll have what they're having," <laughs> and, and it really worked for me. I don't know about anyone else at the table. That's a good self horn toot. I would I would have lost my mind. Yeah, I would have been I would have tried to get a, a, a parade going in this restaurant. <laughs> a round of applause because there's so few things you could say. <laughs> like in a situation like that, like at a, gro- I used to work at a grocery store, and like your first week at a grocery store, you hear everything anyone is ever going to say to you. Yes. ever. Mm-hmm. It was like not scanning, just being like, I guess it's free. I feel like <laughs> even though it's such an iconic line, I'll have what she's having is not coming up as much at yes. a restaurant for some reason. It's only for the select few that right. are really saying it. Um, but because also you just like by volume, you're probably serving more people at a restaurant than you are uh, at a grocery store. So you're going to get like the same like right. couple of guys that are like, I'm going to say this every time I come to the store. Yeah. The, the store is interesting. Like sometimes I'll say something and I'll be like, Oh, I wonder if everybody has said mm-hmm. this. I can't think of the example right now. I had this like a day or two ago. Um, but yeah, that cause you scan people at the store. You just like constantly rolling through people. And it's like, there's, the experience is so limited. You're, yeah. Like you're probably telling 400 people. I was thinking about this at Trader Joe's. Like how many people dare you be like, yes, I do like the peanut butter pretzel thing <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that's, that is even though like it, it, but it can be the other way though too. Right. Like uh, I feel like sometimes at Trader Joe's they'll see, they'll bag something for me. I actually do my own bagging when I go to Trader Joe's. Like they'll scan something. Me too. Heroically. Yeah. 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 yeah I sort of, you know, I just know what I'm doing. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and they'll like they'll show you something like they'll scan something for you and they'll be like, these are so good, right? And but I I love that kind of because I'll yeah. be like, yes, they are good. That's why I bought it. I loved this thing. <laughs> uh, or you'll be like, sometimes they don't have it, and they'll be like, well, yeah, because everybody loves it. And it's yeah. just like a, you know, every time I talk to somebody at Trader Joe's, I'm like, is that person like my friend now? I love I love them. <laughs> That's part of the training too at Trader Joe's. They <laughs> tell them to like. <clears throat> comment on the items that they have a personal connection to wow mm. i've often thought about i live very close to a trader joe's i won't say which uh and i've often thought say about like, what if i just worked here like one day a week <laughs> no i'm not gonna say i can't say <laughs> Calabas, let's just say the parking is awful <laughs> yeah let's just say it's the one that everybody knows uh, except everybody there is great and so nice uh and i i love it it's my neighborhood store um, uh, I had a girlfriend who was working at Trader Joe's and mm. and liked it, um, but I, I've talked to other people who like really hate it because it's like a little bit laborious. 
Like, mm. you have to, like, lift heavy things and uh, whatnot. But, like, uh, my girlfriend at the time, like, really liked the food there and, yes. like, the environment, I think. So it was, like, cool to be a part of. Like, it seems, like, friendly. Um, there is something but- about, like, to me, like, a laborious task that I sort of like, though. Like, I guess if you have to do it every day, it sucks. But if I'm like, I can get in there one day a week and, like, face uh, Kansas Soup or something. Uh, and, it, <laughs> it, and it just stays there. And I would be like, wow, I had so much fun at the store today. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's, there's, I mean, I think about that, too, because, like, our lives are so, or I'll say mine, is so without yeah. structure. Mm-hmm. Um, and also without income. That <clears throat> I do think about that, and it is like it's a, it's different than it was ten years ago when I like. Luckily, I do have enough opportunities that it's like when I go into work, it's not like, am I going to be doing this in twenty years? Mm-hmm. Um, this this particular thing that I happen to hate, and so like that idea of the job is like, oh, you could go in one day a week and know that you like had the freedom to leave right. is very nice, and that like, yes, absolutely, that would be. But I could What's do that. What's up, guys? You got a lot of great stuff here. Looks like someone's throwing a party, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, you know, just getting the, just getting our groceries, right? Oh, this is awesome. I love this strawberry lemonade stuff. I didn't think I would. I thought it would be too sweet, but hey, great choice. <laughs> no, yeah, I I found too, or we've found, you know, that it's it's more lemon than it is strawberry. They found they they cracked the code. They got the right balance there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. This is awesome. Basil pesto. This stuff is really good. I put it in pasta. This yeah. is really awesome. That was our Nona's favorite. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yes. you have a, it's, it's a, more of a sad party. It's a, yeah, it's a living funeral. Yeah. We're oh, just a living of, funeral. She's still, she's still she's alive. But she's, <laughs> she's still alive. <laughs> Wow. Wow. She wishes uh, for death every single day. And it is I connect to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. My grandma's old and she's she's living, but it feels like she's dead too. So yeah. yeah. So we're we're getting all her favorite foods. Uh that's awesome. Pesto, strawberry lemonade. That's really uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for the oh. all the items. <laughs> yeah, no, this is cool. Crushed crushed old people food. This is uh <laughs> I used to eat this stuff with my Sister, as a joke, I, I, uh, you guys are awesome. What a, what a nice crew! This is really—it's nice to see you guys today. I hope you're having a great uh, a great Trader Joe's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, put that applesauce with the other stuff. Okay. Oh, it's just applesauce. My bad. <laughs> cool. Good. 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 <laughs> it's a nice shirt. It's a nice. Uh, it looks like we both have button downs on. Mine's Hawaiian, of course. That mm. you could dress that up. Dress that down. Yeah, it's my yeah. work uniform. So. Yeah, yeah. Just came here straight from the. I'm a veterinarian. So. Oh, that's cool. I love dogs. I love dogs. I'm not really a cat guy. They make me sneeze, <laughs> but I love dogs. That's cool. Honey, I'm gonna Ginger snap cookies. That's good too. You're gonna wait. No, in the car. no, come on, no, no, come on. Was that me? Did I, did I do that? <laughs> no, we're just did really big that? cat people. We're cat people. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you said you're not a cat guy, and I'm just really sorry. Personally, you know, um, do, you guys, okay, do you guys though. want like a somber experience? I can tone it down. No, actually, it's we come here for the vibes. Honestly, um, you come here. It's for just the vibes. it's it's yeah. 
it's just, it's just hard to know that when you get old, being alive is so hard that my our, our Nona doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and it's just waiting out the clock. Bulgogi marinated Korean steak. This is awesome. <laughs> these are so good. All you have to do is throw these on the grill. They'll make good tacos. Okay. Yeah, they are actually really, really good. They're too expensive. <laughs> well, it's because it's the marinade. You're paying for the yeah, marinade. You're paying these for the marinade. These are so good. A pound. You guys are honestly. Stop complaining about the price. These are her favorite things, you know. No, I know. And this, I, this stuff's going to bring her back to life. To. This is so good. You think so? At least give her a little kick in the kick in the pants for today. I mean, every time I have one of these, I feel like, man, I'm at a cool taco bar. You're really you're almost giving like spokesperson energy. You're um you're really selling it. Thank you. Yeah, this is my first non-training week, so I'm really trying to oh. uh implement everything we've just learned and yeah. I haven't learned how to do it as myself yet. So you're, you're doing a really good job, but to your point, Nona wants doesn't want to live, and this is going to oh. put a little pep in her step. Should we put this back? <laughs> I, I mean, no. I think you should buy it. Uh, I think we should buy it. I'm just like she wants to. She wants to. She wants to she die. She will not die. I don't know I'm if really this is going to be sorry. helping things. It's going to give her a little extra life. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we could keep it in celebration. If she passes and then make it, but if she sees right. it, she's gonna be like, "Gimme, I want that." Right. Yeah. Nona wants the bulgogi. Yeah, she talks like a baby now. It's very sad. <laughs> yeah, she sort of like has Benjamin. They say we return. Language. Yeah, we return. Candio Jojos. These are like <laughs> Oreos, but for Christmas, that's these are fun, dude. It's like a gift in a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, you guys yeah, are like a Kleenex gift in a box. Now. It's my gift in a box. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, he's that's always a good, good yeah. for a laugh. Maybe that's put that a, on in the car, make you forget. Justin uh, Timberlake's really good in skits. Yeah, I think I think they call them sketches. <laughs> no, we call them skits. Oh, They're yeah. skits. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it on down to Grandmaville. <laughs> Could sing that. We'd love to just check That's out as favorite. soon as you're able to do that for us. Yeah, sorry. Okay, we got mozzarella balls. We got uh, non crackers. <laughs> non crackers. We got the Greek yogurt, a lote dip. Uh, we got the sort of covering the whole spread. Yeah, we got we got everybody. Yeah, it seems here. like you're kind of going around the world with it. That's cool. Yeah, we got Trader Jose. We got Trader Giotto. <laughs> We got. <laughs> Thank you all, everybody, for being here. Oh, I wanted to go off to the afterlife stuffed. Oh, Absolutely stuffed. I love you too. I just a wish for my last meal a one bite of nice bulgogi. But I don't see no bulgogi anyway. Oh, God. Okay. We weren't sure. I put it back. We sent it back. Too, really too expensive? expensive? Not because it was too expensive. You know, obviously with you and your end-of-life care here, we'll spare no expense. But it just seemed like if we're going to be getting all this stuff and you're trying to 
you know, walk toward the light. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's going to be a little just too much. <laughs> I but just don't your... like... Cantaloupe? You like that? Maybe? Sure, I'll take a bite. Oh, it's so too cold on my fucking teeth! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nona. fuck! Nona! Fucking Nona. shit! Oh, oh, oh. oh no. Oh no, wait, I have training for this. <laughs> wait. No, put me put my pants back on. No, no, no. I'm looking for something, I just can't find it. What are you looking for? Where's where there's no dick. There's no dick. <laughs> Baby, I'm so proud of you. You are awesome. Stop. You are so awesome. Oh, this is the most humiliating death I could have ever imagined. I have to put a dick on her. <laughs> See, <laughs> that'll solve it. <laughs> ah, there we go. I'll work backwards from there. Oh, uh, folks. Well, I think that is our episode. Another lovely time with the Man Dog Pod. Thank you so much, Lauren and Matt. Uh, before we go, is there anything that you guys want to plug or where can people find you on the internet or anything like that? Lauren? Oh, I'm on the Instagram at, at Lauren Canuti. And that's in there. Then that's me. And so. that's <laughs> me. Great. Great. And yeah. Matt, what about you? Yeah, for me, Twitter and Instagram, Matt Apodaca. That's where I post all my stuff. And then, yeah, check out uh, the podcasts Get Played and Get Animated over on uh, Get Animated on Patreon, patreon.com slash get played. And, and uh, that's where we're watching anime, uh, me, Nick Weiger, and Heather Ann Campbell. And then on the free feed, Get Played, that's where we're talking about video games. So come, come by for all that good stuff. Sweet. We love it. Everybody listening, we've probably by now um, released our tour dates. Um, so you can find those at biggrandewebsite.com. But if you are in Chicago, Detroit, Toronto, Rhode Island, Rochester, Pittsburgh, o- uh, Ohio, St. Louis. Is that everywhere, Ryan? In New York yeah, City? Yeah, New York City. Um, we'll be coming through your city in late October, early mid-November. So check out uh, Big Rondo website and Man Dog Pod. Uh, you patreon.com slash you're the man now dog for all those dates. And, um, we want to say, want to thank, uh, yeah, Hannah and Brian for the production help, as well as Annie for our logo and Casey for our, uh, wonderful theme song. Uh, thank you so much to everybody at home listening. And, um, I think that's kind of it. That's it. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.